everyone. Welcome to my impromptu podcast. I am the Jstrom. I am driving my car. Baby, you can drive my car. Wait, I don't want to get sued. Do not sing the Beatles. All right? You can sing the Ruddles, but not the Beatles. You can sing the Monkees, but not the Beatles. Here we come. Oh, Peter Tork, rest in peace. Hello, everyone. What's up? I thought I would record something, me talking while driving. You see, J-Bo been busy. I shuttle my daughter back and forth to school for rehearsals after school and stuff like that. So, man, it's been, uh, you know, I don't mind. It's part of being a dad, but I just, I need time to podcast. I need time to express myself, man. You know, I'm just a creative being, man. And I just, you know, I don't got my paints and, you know, my studio space rented out so I can uh, do some painting, you know, with my ponytail. I remember my friend Leonard, he used to say that, you know, he was an artist or whatever in high school. And he said he wanted to grow his hair really long and use his ponytail as a paintbrush. <laughs> I don't think he ever did that. Last time I saw him, his hair was really short. But it would have been funny. Would have been hilarious. But how's it going, everybody? Uh, I won't wait for your answer because uh, I can't hear you. But I just thought that uh, I'd record some thoughts. I need to vent. I need to express myself. Uh, My wife's cousin, distant cousin? Her daughter is getting married this weekend. So we have to drive about six hours to go to this wedding. Uh... My mother-in-law and my wife's idea was, hey, why don't we go on Friday and we'll stay till Monday? And naturally, when I heard this idea, I was like, what are you, nuts? When's the wedding? Saturday? How about we drive there Saturday morning, go to the wedding, then drive home? I don't need to stay there in Fredericksburg until Monday. What the hell? Because, you know, to them, it's like, hey, we'll walk around this town. It's a scenic little town. Looks like the town in Doc Holiday or something. Or Cars, if you if you will. Because, you know, uh, Radiator Springs. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. So, anyway, I'm like, no. I don't want to do that. <laughs> because that's not a vacation, you guys. It's not. I'm going to go travel with my in-laws and we're going to go to some little town and look around at shops and antiques. That's that's my version of torture. You, why do you want to torture me? And I, I know what you're thinking, Jason, uh, everybody. You're like, Jason, why not just stay home? You don't have to go. <laughs> you naive bastard. How can I not go? I'm the husband. You think my wife... Wants to go to a wedding without her husband? I'm the arm candy, you guys. She wants to show me off. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go. I gotta get all gussied up. I gotta wear a suit and tie and look dapper and shit. But you know what? Whatever. I don't want to. At least I could. I will. I have to. I have no choice. I'm not a free 
person. I can't not do that. So Saturday, we're going to this wedding, which is fine. I'm sold on that, okay? I'll go to the fucking wedding. I'm freaking wedding. <laughs> I just don't want to stay till Monday. What the hell am I going to do? Sip tea? But anyway, uh, besides that, how's everything going, guys? Everything good? So what do you think? Captain Marvel comes out this Friday. Guess where I'll be? Driving to Fredericksburg. I won't be able to see it. Um, I'm curious to see what Drew McWeeny thinks of it. Because I'm always curious to what uh, he thinks of films. Did you guys check out the Oscars? Huh? How about that? Uh, Green Book won Best Picture. A film which I have not seen. But the best part about that was Spike Lee's reactions. I think uh, the funniest one was... uh, I saw a video where these two British guys were like... I noticed you had a quality reaction to uh, Green Book winning. And he was like... You guys are from England, right? And they're like, yes, yes, we are. And he goes, let's just say it wasn't my cup of tea. (laughs) And then he started giggling uncontrollably. It was pretty funny. Um, Another thing he said is, you know, do the right thing. It lost out to uh, driving Miss Daisy. And he basically described Green Book as... It's driving Miss Daisy again, but they change places in the car. The white guy's driving now. <laughs> you know, the white person's driving. The black person's in the back. It's the same shit. And uh, I think that's hilarious. I can understand why he's annoyed by that. This, As much as the Academy tries to get things right, they just keep screwing things up. But, you know, it's incremental, right? I... Um, trying to remember i was most excited about spider-man into the spider-verse uh winning best animated film but i think it should have been nominated for best film period because i think it would have won um i saw you know bohemian rhapsody i thought that film was fine i didn't think it was worthy of best picture i thought rami malek was good in it but if anything it's so awkward that rami malek won best actor but Nobody mentions Brian Singer for reasons you understand uh, because there's some accusations against this guy. But there have been before he was even hired to direct Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, they were been the first time I read about those accusations were I remember. I mean, it was X-Men. Not X-Men Apocalypse. Was it the one before that? No, no, no. I think it was X-Men Apocalypse. Right before it was coming out, there were these accusations against him. And I was like... And I read an article on it, and I was like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. But they just kind of, you know, dusted under the rug. Let's not think about that. But I remember there was some weird shit going on with Apt Pupil. And I wish I knew more about that. But there was like... um, Oh, my God. The worst song ever made is on. Hold on, guys. What a shitty song. So anyway, um, do you guys remember that? When that pupil came around, there was like a shower scene with naked boys. Someone was like suing the studio or something, saying that they were mistreated on that set and they were uncomfortable. It was just something really kind of creepy about it. And I remember even then. But, you know, 
it seems like some bad people have gotten away with some shit for a long time. It's very uneasy. So when the film Bohemian Rhapsody comes on, it says directed by Brian Singer, and you're like, ugh, really? And then, you know, it gets these accolades for performance. And one thing that I thought was funny is, like, sound mixing. It's like... I, I don't know anybody in the Academy, but it's like, oh, it's a concert film. The music sure did sound good in this movie. I'm going to vote on that for best sound mixing because that Queen song sure did sound good. First of all, isn't Rami Malek uh, friggin' like, isn't he lip syncing the whole movie? I, I just, uh, come on. You give it to the Star Wars movie solo. Come on. What the hell's wrong with you people? sounded uh, but anyway I don't even care that much here's the thing that I do care about a little bit is that um, the the memoriam did you see they left Sandra Locke off the memoriam they left other people too that I'm blanking on but you see the next day on Twitter, you know, like they forgot this person, they forgot this person, they forgot this person, and every, and I'm like, whose job is this? Because they suck at it. Every year, somebody gets left off. Fire whoever does the in memoriam because they suck ass. They keep screwing shit up. Knock it off, a hole. So anyway, that's my two cents on that. Ching. Uh, have you guys seen any good movies lately? Huh? Um, I haven't seen any movies lately. So I'm hoping to do a show soon with Steven. Um, I don't know what the hell's happening. Like, if we're leaving on Friday or Saturday, I would love to do a show on Friday, but I don't know, because we might be getting up super effing early on Saturday, so I don't even know if I can do a show. The show was invented because I needed to vent... I need to get these thoughts out, these frustrations, these inspirations, these annoyances, just all of it. It's a form of expression, and I haven't had that for a while, and it becomes pretty annoying. Because i got to express myself. That's what a podcast is for, right? I mean, I've been watching a lot of TV and stuff. Do you guys see that Game of Thrones trailer? I haven't, because I don't give a shit about no Game of Thrones. <laughs> Have you guys noticed? I mean, come on. I may rant here and there, but every show and movie that I watch references Game of Thrones. Some character on the show you watch mentions Game of Thrones. They're like, oh, winter's coming. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I get it. Game of Thrones, right? The writer's room, they wanted to throw a shout out to Game of Thrones. I get it. Yeah. Okay. But enough people. Can this show please go away? Please? It's not that good. I've watched it. My wife watches it. I'll give you one thing. That Hodor, Hodor sequence was enough to get me really upset. That was awesome. That was very emotional. I will give you that. Nothing else made me feel that way. The Red Wedding was really, you know, effective stuff and shocking, but the Hodor stuff, that made it for me. I was done after that. But I'll tell you, it didn't make me as upset as 
Omar on the wire. Now that shit, I had to take a walk after that. Anybody who knows what I'm talking about, you understand. But if you don't, you'll never know unless you watch the wire. But that Omar stuff, that affected me. Not as, I mean, Hodor came close, but it wasn't the same. Hodor, you know, he's this dim-witted guy who uh, was great to have around. And so it was sad and stuff. But I won't tell you what happens to him if you don't watch Game of Thrones. Which you do, because everyone friggin' does. And you're going to reference it in the movie you make one day or TV show. You just got to reference Game of Thrones. You know what's so funny is I've been watching this show on Hulu. It's called For the People. It's about lawyers and stuff. It's a Shonda Rhimes produced show. And I don't know if it's just this show or every show she does, but they change the names of brands instead of tweet, twi- instead of Twitter and tweeting, they call it something else. Instead of like uh, Alexa, they have Agatha. Like, Agatha, look up so and so. And I'm like, Agatha, what the hell is that? And instead of Uber, they have Mover or mobile or something like that but they were they said oh god what did, what did they call it like uh shield of crowns or something they said oh i can't wait to sit down and watch some shield of crowns and i swear i like turned to look at no camera that's there filming me like seriously shield of crowns well at least they didn't call it game of thrones but that's what they were referencing. They just didn't say it. They created an alternate universe version of Game of Thrones. Shield of Crowns or Crown of Crowns. Crown of Thorns. <laughs> I don't know. But I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, they did a reference. Here's a trivia question for you guys. Or a tidbit of information that you can never use. I believe the very first show to ever reference Game of Thrones was Chuck. And you're like, what? Chuck did? They referenced the book. The first book in the series before it was even a TV show on HBO. Chuck is sitting there in the morning. He's eating breakfast. And he goes, no, Nedard. He called him Nedard. You don't give a bunch of kids dire wolves as pets. What are you thinking? He says that. And I didn't even notice the first time I did a watch through of Chuck. I don't even think I noticed it the second time. But one day I saw it on uh, YouTube, you know, because if you look at Chuck videos or whatever on YouTube, eventually it'll suggest things. And it said, Chuck references Game of Thrones. And I went, what? And I clicked on it and I saw that and I went, holy shit. In season five, Chuck references Game of Thrones even before it was a TV show. That is awesome. As awesome would say. But um, every reference after that, just go to hell. Just stop. Stop with the Game of Thrones references. I just can't take it anymore. I mean, it's okay if you reference Star Wars or whatever. It's in the zeitgeist. It has been forever. It's in the uh, the uh, pop culture super highway. The you know, like you know, it's like it's in the the air, man. You know, we're living and breathing Star Wars and all that stuff. So, don't tell me, yeah, we are Game of Thrones too, Jason. It's just as popular as Star Wars. Don't tell me that, okay? Okay, that's bullshit. Nobody cares about Game of Thrones, right, guys? 
next year you'll try telling me people care about Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Let's see. What else won an Oscar? Um, <sighs> what else won an Oscar? I'm drawing a complete blank. You know, I need to see Roma. That's on Netflix. I could watch that. What else did I see that was... Uh... Oh, I'm going to turn the car off. Now I'm sitting in the car with the engine off. Okay, so guys, we've got to talk about this. There Apparently there's a show on the Food Network or Discovery or something. It's Buddy versus the Ace of Cakes. I mean, who even thought that was possible? This is something, this is a show that should have been made in 2012 or 13 because we would have covered it on Nowhere Mulberry. It would have been a huge deal. Can you imagine, can you imagine me and Steven and Bill talking about this show? Now I'm not sure it feels right anymore. I'm sure I'll watch the first episode, but how bizarre is that? That show. I wanted that to happen long ago, but I'm not sure I care anymore. It's like there's a new there's this Gordon Ramsay show on Fox, you know, to hell and back again, where he 24 hours where he tries to fix a restaurant. I haven't been able to bring myself to watch it. I just Gordon Ramsay out. Also, you know, it's the same with. Uh, now, nah, I won't even get into that. You guys might know where I'm going. I watched this John Woo movie on Netflix. It's called Manhunt. Now, I haven't watched a. John Woo movie in years. I love The Killer. I love uh, Hard Boiled. Bullet to the Head. <laughs> hard Target. Face Off. Face Off and Hard Target, they have quite a bit of character. John Woo's American made movies. But don't get me started about uh, Broken Arrow. Ain't it cool? That is John Woo's worst American movie. It's gotta be. No, maybe Paycheck is. The one with Ben Affleck. That was pretty bad. But I'm not... I only watched that once. I think I watched Broken Arrow more than... Oh, here's a funny tidbit. The first date I ever went on with my wife, we went to a drive-in that was showing a double feature of Broken Arrow and Independence Day. (laughs) And... We watched Broken Arrow. Ain't it cool? And I still was like shaking my head. I can't believe how shitty this movie is. Um, maybe John Woo's not meant to make American movies. I don't know, but... Uh, Jesus. Broken Arrow, man. It's kind of painful to watch. Like, ugh. But Hard Target is still fun. And Face Off. It's got moments in it. But... It doesn't top the killer or hard-boiled guys with chow and fat. So anyway, I'm watching Manhunt, and it's filmed in China, and it's got so much character. It's like a mystery movie, a cop movie, with a fugitive spin, with some sci-fi thrown in. And there are many times where I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) It's just so ridiculous. Because it's just like a guy gets framed for murder and the cops immediately are after him. And he immediately is trying to escape. And here's the thing. He's a lawyer. Like this uh, this renowned attorney. But he can gunfight and use martial arts. He's like as badass as Chowing on Fat at the drop of a hat. you know. And of course, so is the detective who's chasing him. 
and he's got this newbie assistant woman who he treats like crap. And there's a scene that I thought was so comical where he goes to the scene of the crime where a woman was murdered in his bed. You know, it's the same thing you've seen a million times where a guy wakes up next to a dead body, a dead woman, and a woman walks in who's like the cleaning lady and she's like, ah, you killed her, police! And the police show up and she's like, he murdered her! And he's like, huh, what? I didn't do anything! So the guy is investigating the murder, the crime scene, and he's walking around and he's reenacting the scene like, okay, the killer came over here, he wrapped a cord around her neck and he was strangling her. And it cuts to him strangling his assistant and she's got tears in her eyes and he's like, don't cry, this is your job. And I'm like, her job is for you to reenact the murder scene with her where you're like physically doing the same thing the killer did to the woman that was murdered? I thought it was a bizarre scene. I was like, what the F? But it was hilarious also. And there's also these this team of two assassin girls who ride on motorcycles, and uh, the movie is batshit insane. And Adam Sexton, shout out to you, you got me to watch it. I was just like, what the hell is going on? But it's a lot of fun because John Woo is so inventive. He does these great things with the camera, but also bizarre things with the camera. There's a scene where two guys are talking and the scene just stops and it shows stills of their faces like mid-conversation back and forth like a comic book. And it's just stills of them talking to each other. I'm like, what is happening right now? And while it's cool, it's bizarre. And I thought the whole thing about being a director is not to call attention to certain things, but it pulls you right out of the movie where you're like, what the hell is going on here? But it's so funny. And uh, there, there's parts where in the film where the characters, they're, they're speaking Chinese or Mandarin or whatever, but there's times they will speak English and the, the lines are delivered so terribly and awkwardly that it's adorable and hilarious at the same time. Uh, it kind of reminds me in The Killer. Steven and I watched the dubbed version a million times from Blockbuster where the characters would call each other Mickey Mouse and Dumbo. Mickey Mouse! Dumbo! <laughs> we just love that so much. But, oh my god. Manhunt on Netflix. You gotta watch it to see what I'm talking about. Because the third act of the movie, I was like, what happened? This is a different movie now. There's like, a pharmaceutical company is doing testing drugs on homeless people and giving them like, uh a rage virus or something. I don't know what the hell's going on. This movie is so crazy, but it was a lot of fun. When it was over, I just kind of was like, I felt so terrible that I had to watch it by myself. It's the kind of movie you need to watch with multiple people. So you can all say WTF through the entire film. That's how good it is and entertaining and goofy and just bizarre. Um, I'm still hoping to do a studio in my house, that third bedroom. Heather and I have been cleaning it out slowly, slowly but surely. Some shit kind of happened. You know, I told you about the garage and stuff. I had this money set aside where I wanted to... It's so... It's like the universe knows. Oh, you set some money aside? <laughs> no, you haven't. Your roof is going to collapse in your, in your garage. And also, this is going to happen. And this stuff. And... 
something's gonna break on your car and she's like you asshole <laughs> so we gotta just we're i'm still it's a dream of mine guys i'm gonna have this studio and stuff but it's just gonna take some time just some unfortunate stuff got in the way but hey that's life right i can still do the audio form and i don't even know like say say i set up the studio i got it running uh, I'm doing a movie review and I post it on YouTube and I see it's got like five views. Wow. I'm not ready to start that depressing shit right now. <laughs> you know, starting all over with caring about numbers again, because, you know, we've been doing this podcast since 2005. Back then I used to look at numbers all the time. And in the heyday when we were in the Hollywood saloon, uh, forum god our numbers were fantastic the best they've ever been like uh we we're getting a thousand downloads like the first weekend i'd put a new show out and i was like i want more oh uh, it's nowhere near that anymore guys it's like that day has come and gone but it's okay though as long as i know the the regular people are listening i'm fine this kind of inspiration i used to have when i did the show which was doing the show, watching TV shows, and sharing my thoughts with Bill and Steven while creating clips and drops. And that kind of inspiration disappeared. And it's hard to... The inspiration has not come back. I want to do something new. I want to do something fun. I want to stream games. I want to talk about um, movies and stuff. But... The time will come for that. And I have some different ideas. It's just implementing it. Hopefully I can do that. I hope I haven't bored you guys, but uh, I should probably be getting inside. My wife's probably wondering why I haven't come in the house. But I love you guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening to me. And I'm hoping to do another show again soon with Steven where we can talk about Captain Marvel. That'll be cool. I'm really curious to see what it's going to be like. But until then, guys, thanks so much. I'll see you soon.